Spring turkey season is upon us, and don't be caught out in the woods without having Onyx Hunt on your phone. One feature Onyx has that is often overlooked for turkey hunting is their recent imagery filter with their elite memberships. This imagery is updated week to week, and it comes in extremely handy, especially when you're trying to find these gobble zones where these turkeys will go out in a high spot on a fresh clear cut and strut around all day long. Actually, I was just looking at on Onyx where, where the timber company just came into Andrew's club and did a very small clear cut along this creek, and I can see the high spots on the topographical map, but also I can see exactly where they mulch, and those are going to be hot spots for finding gobblers, especially mid-morning after they get off their hens, getting up on these little high spots in this fresh, small clear cut along the creek and strutting and gobbling all day long. If you want to give Onyx a try, you can actually download it for free, try it for seven days, and if you decide to purchase, you can use the promo code SOUTHERN and save on your premium and elite memberships. So go into this turkey season, know where you stand with Onyx. Look, y'all know we harp on it a lot. You need a good pair of binos. Yeah, I never hunted with binos until I was almost into my 20s. I never did it when I was a teenager or anything like that. Or when I was a kid, we never had binos. And when I bought my first pair of Vortex binos, the first binos I ever purchased back in like 2015, it immediately made a huge difference for me, especially in the turkey woods. So give yourself the advantage of a good pair of binos this spring, whether you're looking for more of like an entry-level bino like the Vortex Diamondbacks or something really, really nice like the Razors. Vortex is going to have something for you. And hey, don't pay full price for it. Use our discount code at eurooptic.com. Use the code SGN10 to get a discount on any Vortex optics that you want to order. Again, that's eurooptic.com, code SGN10 to go get a discount on any Vortex product you order. If you live in the Gulf Coast region, you need to find yourself at the EcoWild Expo May 10th through the 12th in Mobile. It is the premier outdoor expo for the Gulf Coast region, and we're going to be there. We're going to have a booth. We're super excited about it. Can't wait to meet you guys that live down there. We absolutely love the Gulf Coast region, so to be a part of this show, we're super excited about. We're going to have past podcast guests there at our booth for you to talk to, guys who are relevant for your area, who you can talk to, you can pick their brain, you can joke with them, laugh with them, tell them your story, whatever you want to do. It's going to be a awesome time. We're already working on some past podcast guests, but hey, if you live in this area and you have a suggestion for someone you want to see at that show, write in and we'll see if we can get them. There's going to be all kinds of exhibitors at the show that are focused on hunting, fishing, conservation, and recreation. There's going to be activities for the whole family there. They got axe throwing, archery. They're going to have our podcast booth. And then for the kids, they got touch tanks, a honeybee exhibition, a raptor show, kids fishing tank, BB gun range, and a butterfly house. So you're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. It's going to be an awesome time. So head on over to ecowildexpo.com to get more information on the show and to go ahead and grab your tickets. And hey, mark it on your calendar, May 10th through the 12th. Be there. We want to see you and we're excited to talk to you. So we'll see you at the EcoWild Expo this May 10th through the 12th at the Mobile Convention Center in Mobile, Alabama. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, what's going on? It is Jacob Myers with the Southern Outdoorsman, and we have 
the one and only Andrew Maxwell on with us today, like always. But anyways, guys, we've had a heck of a weekend this weekend, absolutely getting our butts handed to us uh, every which way. Uh, as if you watch our last episode with uh, Catman, old Jonathan Bone Catman Outdoors on YouTube, probably saw the end of that video, how we talked about we had a bag full of nothing, and that was this weekend. So, <laughs> Andrew, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm feeling like how you're feeling. Which means that I feel like someone just beat me up with a crowbar and I didn't kill a turkey. Dude, straight struggle fest right now. Like this is the oh. high, this is the this is the highest energy I've had since this morning when we got had those five birds gobbling. That's it. Like ever since then, completely yeah. downhill. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, it's been a suck fest. Yep, yep, yep. It's been a tough year. It's been a, t- a tough year. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's 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 all good. We got a long season left ahead with the states we got, so not a big oh. deal. Not a big deal. But all right, guys, we're just gonna get to the point right off the bat. Giveaway went fantastic. We appreciate everybody that went into the giveaway uh, and registered to win. Uh, Andrew, um, before we kind of announce the winner, you got anything? Any, I don't know anything you want to say about the giveaway before we kind of uh, announce yeah. the one. Yeah, I want to say thanks to everyone who shared it and participated. We were a little bit blown away by the numbers. I reached, oh uh, gosh, how many? Like 200,000 people or something like that. Like, that's crazy. So thanks to everybody for sharing that. We appreciate it. Um, and out of, out of the, okay, so let's see. It reached roughly 200,000 people. And about almost 80,000 of those people actually watched the video. And then roughly 1,200 of those people actually entered to win. So there's a bunch of lazy folks out there that didn't care too much about winning a gun. Because out of all the people that saw it, we only had about 1,200 entries. Which is a lot, but in the grand scheme of things compared to you know how many people actually had the chance. You know, you, you, you know what I'm getting at. But anyways, uh, yeah, so we had 1,200 entries, um, and basically what we did to find the winner was we took um, everyone who commented on the post, we plugged their names into like a random generator thingy, and it plucks out a name, and we got a name, and then we made sure that they did all the other steps, and we have ourselves a winner. All right. Well... Just before we announce the winner, let's kind of go back over again what the giveaway was. You know, of course, guys, y'all y'all heard us talk about it for the last two weeks, but you know, it was a it's a custom dip hydrographic and um, Cerakoted uh, Remington eight seventy three inch chamber 12, uh, 12 gauge, which is fantastic in that moss silk green leaf. Uh, got an Indian Creek choke tube with it in construction 665, uh, and then also a box of Apex uh, ammunition, the GT. Number eight, uh, three-inch shell is a great load. That's what I've been hunting with over the last year in my 12-gauge. Now I moved to the 20-gauge and freaking loaded on that. But uh, also, uh, again, Houndstooth Game Calls uh, donated three calls, the Vixen, Country Girl, and the KB Hen, along with the Badlands, not Badlands, Jesus, Bottomlands Houndstooth Hat. <laughs> I'm still thinking Badlands, got gun dipped and everything. But anyways, and then Onyx, um, Onyx Maps also donated an elite membership, which gives the winner, whoever the winner is, which Andrew's about to announce, the opportunity to use their service for a year, so one-year membership, to look at, you know, everything in the 50 states, or 
49 states, 50 states that they have uh, when it comes to public, private land mapping system. Uh, it's fantastic. What, even if you hunt private land, guys, it's awesome to use. And again, maybe tra maybe plan you a, a late season turkey hunt out of state or be able to plan this fall for you to go out of state for, you know, maybe a hunting or a fishing trip. Who knows? So it's a pretty cool uh, feature, pretty cool product that we absolutely love and been using for, shoot, I don't know how many years now. Um, but absolutely love the product. But with all that being said, Andrew, let's do a little bit of announcement. Who is our winner? All right, dude. The winner, without further ado, is Thomas Hicks from South Carolina. What's Woo! up? Thomas Hicks. The, the oh, man. man, I hope Thomas Hicks is freaking out right now because uh, he just won package yeah that's that's awesome and actually after uh you know you picked the you picked him we drew uh he was the one that you know you drew uh, the name of hat or uh, the hat should i say of all the names kind of went on his uh facebook page and kind of you know snooped around a little bit man and he's been uh it seems like he's been on board uh listening to podcasts for quite a while now he actually uh put in for our lone wolf giveaway we did back in september with Lone Wolf Tree Stand, so that was pretty cool, man. But, uh, yeah, it's good to see, you know, a listener of the podcast that's been listening for quite a while now to actually win it. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, so, Thomas, congratulations, brother. you got a awesome setup. And, uh, again, uh, like Andrew said in the video, uh, you just I think you got, what is it, 48 hours to contact us, and uh, and we'll get everything shipped out to you, man. So congratulations yep. on winning. We're away. Yep, rocking on, rocking on. Well, Anything else we need to handle on that topic? Dude, I think that about covers it. Sorry for everybody who didn't win, but thanks for participating. <laughs> hey, don't worry. This gave me a great idea for a couple other giveaways coming up, guys. So, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a giveaway fanatic, guys. I love giving crap away, all right, just because I love winning giveaways. So, I love giving giveaways and playing some stuff for you guys. <laughs> so, I think I got a couple things up our up our sleeves for the future. Maybe do something over the summer, and uh, especially this fall, it's going to be absolute bananas. So, guys, stay tuned. It ain't the last giveaway, believe me. We are we love to do some giveaways. So, awesome. Yes, sir. Well, do a little bit of house cleaning. Well, not really house cleaning, but just kind of like what we've been up to over this last week uh, with the hunting wise. Um, first off, did you get out? Did you get out at all last week before Friday? This or this week before Friday? Um, it, I think I did earlier in the week. You did because. You went down to a management area with Tyler Sloan uh, and had a crazy situation, right? It was, or was that the week before? Uh, it wasn't very crazy. It was sad. No, I, mean, uh, I mean, sad, whatever. I mean, <laughs> some people call it crazy. Some people call it sad. It's just kind of like women. You never know what you're getting. So Yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the status of your love life? Oh, right man, just, just got to plug it in there, you know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So, no, me and my buddy went to this new place. We'd never been there before. Um, it's not too far from where we live. So we got out there early one morning. And uh, we thought we heard a bird gobbling way down in this bottom. And long story short, we worked down there to him. And we get set up and we do a little bit of soft calling. And he came in to our blind spot and busted me trying to move the camera. Mm. He was there. He was standing there at 40 yards, busted me moving the camera around. So that really was disappointing, but, but, uh, pretty much all of my best hunts of the season have been in the last like week and a half. So, uh, it's, it's, I feel like my season's staying pretty consistent with like what we keep hearing on the strut report with yep. our Alabama reporters. 
is that, you know, everyone's kind of had, I mean, or not everyone, obviously, but a lot of the people that we know and we associate with and we talk to have kind of had a tough season up to this point. And it seems like it's just now getting better. And, you know, that could be a whole number of things. We're actually in the process of trying to get a biologist on here to talk about all this stuff, but we'll save that for later. Uh, But, dude, I don't know if it's because of the weather, if it's because, you know, there's more hens on the ground because we had a really good hatch. Like, I don't know what it is, but it seems like there it's okay. How do I put this? I feel like last year the turkeys were at the point that they're at right now, like two weeks earlier. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Last year I had three turkeys dead by this date. And this year I have exactly zero. This year I've been stare. I've stared down the gun barrel at one Turkey so far. I mean, it's just, it's been tough. It's been, it's been a tough season. Well, I mean, it's like anything, you know, from everyone I've talked to on the strut report, uh, up until this point, he's talking about it's been a pretty slow year so far. But just now, you know, anyone that listened to this this week's strut report, you know, you heard, or actually it's this past week's strut report, uh, you heard from a lot of guys that, you know, I interviewed that things are getting a lot better. They're getting, they're getting a lot hotter out there activity-wise. You know, birds are starting to separate. They're being a lot more vocal and a little bit easier to call in right now because they're separating up and they're really looking for hens throughout the whole day. And they're not getting so hinned up in some situations and some places of different states they're not so hinned up you know after you know eight nine o'clock in the morning so that that's good um you know i did not get out at all this past week uh until it was a saturday and sunday um so you know you had that hunt which was you know middle middle this week and then on friday uh our buddy cy collie uh invited us to come down and do a it's a uh, Wounded Warriors hunt for an organization. I call it Wounded Warriors. That's, uh, oh, I feel horrible for not actually having the organization's uh, name written down. But <laughs> but anyways, guys, it's uh, it's, a, it's an organization that's uh, kind of regionally in the southeast region uh, for wounded vets uh, to kind of come out and introduce them or get them back out in the field for hunting. Uh, I know Wounded Warriors and stuff like this. This is a similar project, just a little smaller scale. And uh, anyways, Cy was one of the guides uh, for this hunt, this turkey hunt. And uh, I believe there was, uh, see, we stayed at we stayed at the house. I want to say there was probably eight or nine vets there. Awesome guys. I mean, all, different branches of the military, different, you know, years of uh, active service. You know, a lot of them actually either retired or, you know, stayed until they got, you know, injured in combat and then they, you know, got out. But uh, it was just fascinating kind of listen to them. But, man, y'all seemed like y'all had a pretty cool hunt on Friday. Yeah, we had a awesome hunt on Friday. The birds were extremely vocal. Uh, we were on them pretty much from the crack of dawn until, oh, 8, 8.30 or so. Um, really, we we could have had one. We just set up wrong. Like, it was a new property to all of us. Like, none of us had ever, you know, scouted it or anything. We just kind of went in there blind. Didn't even really look at the map that much. Uh, but we had, I guess, five different birds gobbling, th- or three, I can't remember. There was definitely multiple birds gobbling, and Cy ended up calling one into about 60-ish yards, but we just couldn't see it through the brush. And uh, what that gobbler was actually doing was he was standing in a different field that we didn't know was there. And uh, he was probably just sitting there strutting back and forth. But uh, we got footage of all of it. We got I documented that hunt pretty well, so... 
be looking for that on the YouTube channel pretty soon. But that that was a really good time. Uh, that that was a uh, one of like like I said, like the better hunts have been happening in the last you know week and a half, two weeks. That was one of those hunts, dude. It was the turkeys were acting like turkeys. Yeah, and you know what's kind of funny is the guy you went with, Scott Carter, uh, that the vet you guys uh, were hunting with on Friday. Uh, first of all, turn to find out he's a listener to the podcast. He actually follows us on Facebook as well, which is kind of cool. So shout out to Scott. Um, but also, you know, later on that day, I don't know if I don't know if Scott told you he actually shot a bird. He he was actually able to kill a turkey later on that day, which is fantastic. What? Uh, yeah, so killed no, his first turkey. Yeah, dude. So side so is left that topic out, but yeah, so he killed a good bird later on that day. I think like three o'clock in one of those fields, um, which is awesome, 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 awesome. So. You know, I want to congratulate him on uh, killing his first uh, turkey, which is fantastic. And then uh, that evening, so I rolled up Friday evening after you left, and I was going to spend the night at the camp and everything at the house and uh, and kind of get everything planned. Well, I roll up, dude, and it's probably, I don't know, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, something like that. And, dude, so I was, like, coming back and stuff, and, like, you know, talking to all the guys. And next thing I know, they're like, oh, hey, uh, yeah, you know, so-and-so's killed some hogs you know we're gonna go pull them out whatever and this and that and they left and was doing their thing and then we started hearing gunshots behind the camp you know a couple hundred yards and there was another guy hunting out there in one of these fields turns out it was the field that you guys were hunting in for turkeys and the turkeys were roosted the day before or that morning in that field well let's just say this guy shot three hogs in that field uh, we recovered two of them uh, one of them we tracked for quite a while and uh, let's just say we either disturbed, for surely disturbed the area, if not blew the turkeys off that roost, unfortunately. Um, so that kind of did not put us in the in the greatest position for Saturday morning. But then we went and recovered hogs. Uh, so Scott Carter, he killed three hogs. One sow that was a good-sized pig. I mean, probably a 110, 100, maybe 120-pound pig. Uh, and uh, killed two piglets with her. And uh, anyway, so we, we drugged them out and took them down to a, a local guy who, you know, was going to do all the butchering and everything. But uh, that was that was a heck of a time. And, again, I kind of get was able to meet Scott and everything and kind of get a lay of the land a little bit and also kind of get a feel for all these different guys that we were hunting with and sharing camp with. But, uh, dude, that night was freaking awesome. Just hanging out with them. They were, ta- they were telling stories about them back in, you know, active duty and everything and just – Talking about family and friends and everything they like to do, and it was really cool to kind of see the, all all these people's different backgrounds because, you know, a lot of them hunt, but not many of them ever turkey hunted. Like pretty much everybody there was a green turkey, like never had gone for, at all. And I think a couple of the guys were able to kill a couple of uh, turkeys, so that was that was awesome. Uh, but Saturday was not like y'all's Friday. Friday morning was pretty hot for you guys. Saturday, it rained like at. Four o'clock to five thirty, and thank God I bought a um, a Manifredo uh, rain cover for my uh, my Canon XA11 uh, camera, and that thing is the freaking cat's meow. I am never worried ever again about going hunting when there is a complete downpour because this thing is rock solid, and I will never have to worry about my camera getting wet again unless I fall in a creek, which almost happened yesterday. <laughs> so yeah, that, that can always happen. Yeah, I was shocked y'all didn't kill one on Saturday, but it makes sense with a with like y'all having to track that hog through there in the middle of the night. Yeah, you probably probably definitely disturbed them on the roost. Well, yeah, for sure. And, like, you know, we weren't really hearing much 
activity all day, you know, just galloping wise. You know, we get down there to uh, the field where those turkeys, when y'all were out there on Friday, but they kind of hung up on the other side of the tree line. We, we were in that long field. And, um, you know, right off, right off the bat, you know, first off, it's raining that morning. Uh, there's a nice little drizzle. And, uh, dude, just birds didn't want to talk. Uh, just didn't want to talk. You know, we were trying to, you know, trying to do some locators and also um, just do some soft calling. Just couldn't get anything fired up. And uh, probably about 45 minutes later, we kind of worked farther down that field. And it's, it, guys, we're talking fields. Really, these are little green, little food plots. They're not, I mean, I don't think there was one there bigger than an acre and a half, um, except for maybe one of the long fields. And it was just long and narrow. I mean, it was, you know, 30 yards wide, maybe like 150 yards long. So we're not yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking. This is not cattle farm, cattle country, or anything like that. Uh, but we've worked a little bit farther down, got set up again, and uh, actually had some hens come off the side of the ridge across the creek from us and uh, was, uh, you know, cutting back at us, getting all aggressive and everything. We thought they were going to come in. Thought we had uh, one of the hens real fired up and she was going to come in, but they never showed up. And, uh, dude, that was pretty much it. We, we thought we heard a, a very, very distant gobble from that second uh, setup, and we pretty much just swung around. And I was amazed, dude, on the hog sign. Like, I've never hunted a place that legit has, like, a lot of hogs on it, at least not, like, private land, where, like, you get fields that are, like, rooting up and crap. Because uh, to me, on public land, I've hunted a couple places, like, where you hunt. And I've never seen that much, like, hog sign. Like, you see tracks, but I've never seen, like, really anything rooted up all that much. Dude, those green fields were absolutely destroyed in some spots, man. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, yeah. just, it just smelt like hogs. It was nasty. It was gross, man. Yeah, yeah dude. I mean... They're destructive. They'll, they'll destroy property in a heartbeat. I understand why the landowner probably wanted those guys to go out there and try and kill some of them. Oh, yeah. They were all about it, too. But anyways, uh, we, we finally got on a bird later on that day. Uh, or should I say, not, didn't say, didn't necessarily get on him, but got him to uh, a shot gobble or crow call uh, twice at about 150 yards. But he was on the wrong property, which didn't really help us. And we tried to work him in, and he, he never would commit. But uh, that was pretty much Saturday, dude. I mean, it was just a bus. It was hot. It was horrible, dude. Uh, that evening, Friday evening, it was super nice, calm, just, you know, clear skies. You know, it was cooling down real nice, low 60s. We woke up uh, Saturday morning. It was almost already 70 degrees, like 90% humidity, and just muggy and just nasty. And that's how it was all day long. So, yep, that wasn't very fun. So, we left there. Uh, that hunt, hunt was uh, ended at about 11 or 12, so we left about like 1130. And uh, all the guys kind of drove back to where they're from. It's like uh, Scott Carter actually lives, the guy that y'all went hunting with in uh, Marietta, or I think that's how you say it, just north of Atlanta, suburb of Atlanta. And uh, anyways, we and him are actually going to try to meet up. Might have him on the podcast. He's an awesome guy. And uh, talk a little bit about fishing. He's a huge he lo- he's a huge bass fisherman and uh, does a lot of big tournaments and stuff. So he might be a cool guy to have on about that. But anyways, from there, driving from South Alabama, went up to North Alabama to hunt uh, up there and actually meet up with, uh, um, oh man, Tyler uh, Malone, old Money Malone from the Southern Ground. And dude, that was freaking fun. They had a awesome morning. Saturday killed one bird, and uh, it didn't slow down from there for the most part. So, Yeah, most people I know up there, um, 
who I know, like people that I personally know who are hunting up there had an opportunity at a bird or somebody that they knew had an opportunity at a bird. So central Alabama is getting hot, baby. Definitely seems like Saturday was the day to be out there. Because uh, we were just out there today, which is Sunday. And, buddy, we did we get our freaking butts handed to us. Golly. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, they just they just weren't playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely were on birds. That's not the problem. We were on birds. It's just the second they hit the ground, they, they weren't gobbling nearly as long throughout the day as they were on Saturday. But, again, up there, to me, I think the weather was totally different. I don't think any rainstorms came through on that part of Alabama where, where we were on Saturday morning. Down more south Alabama, just uh, just see what was that? Just uh, east of Montgomery, dude. We had, I mean, a little little storm cell come through and just freaking made it nasty, foggy, just nasty weather, dude. Which I mean, I'm sure they'll gobble in that, but it definitely, I don't think it definitely helped. <laughs> no, by no means. Uh, we're north Alabama, from what Tyler was saying, was a little bit more high pressure and uh, you know, it seemed like they were you know hammering way more. I think I think Tyler said they saw six birds. Like, he saw late eyes while hunting six different longbeards. He had three strutters come in at one time, and then one of the ones they saw they actually killed. I was like, dude, you guys had a freaking awesome morning. I think they heard 12 different birds. So, right. Yeah, that, that's the morning that, that I kept telling Tyler to wait for. Because Tyler's new to turkey hunting. Anybody who doesn't know, Tyler's new to it. and Like, never, new, like, two weeks into it, or three weeks yeah, into it. Yeah, like, his first hunt was March 16th of this year. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he, uh, yeah, he's he's pretty green, and I kept telling him I was like, man, if you just keep at it, and this goes for any new turkey hunter out there, if you just keep at it and you keep going out there and putting your time in, like you're gonna you're gonna have one of those mornings that like a morning to remember. Yeah. I remember when me and Zach Eccles, like, and it was like we were like 16 years old, and we could just start driving, and we were going out to the management area near where we lived and we'd like never we always like tried to turkey hunt but we didn't know anything about it we weren't good at it we didn't really know what to do and we'd never heard gobbles really and then we get out there one day and there's like eight different turkeys gobbling on the roof we heard like 150 gobbles and we literally just did not know what to do like we just sat down exactly where we were like at our listening spot and just sat there like I literally don't know what to do now. Yeah, which uh, the cool he thing. Was well, didn't kill a turkey. Yeah, the cool thing about Tyler though is you know he was hunting with a very experienced turkey hunter uh, yesterday yeah. and today, which I think definitely kind of not only boosted his confidence but also he, he probably it seemed like he learned a lot from Kevin, the guy he was hunting with. They really got a good feel for you know how to handle different situations like that bird they killed, dude. It was like at six twenty. I mean, he came off the roost quick. I mean, very very quick for him, and uh, just to kind of see how Kevin located that bird, did a, did a natural voice owl hoot, bird hammered it. They were only about 100 yards. They eased up just a little bit, sat up, and did a couple soft tree yelps, and that was it. And the bird flew down right to him, and then they shot it like at 15 yards. Um, so, I mean, it, it's kind of cool to kind of see Tyler over this last few weeks change, you know, being a super green hunter where he didn't even know how to run like a slate call or glass call to now being able to run it, you know, relatively – proficiently for a new hunter i believe and uh just have a lot more confidence with it and kind of understand how to handle a little bit different situations you know he's had birds in front of him. that's the biggest thing i think a lot of new turkey hunters until you have birds in front of you you really don't know how to act in that situation and i think he's had a lot of experience over with that in the last few days 
and I think it's given him a little bit more confidence that now he can maybe go out there and he kind of understand, like, um, you know, those three gobblers that came strutting into him, they busted him because he tried to turn his camera and try to, like, get him on camera real quick or something like that and pick his gun up. He had his gun sit down, whatever happened. And, uh, and he's like, he's like, I'm never going to let that happen again. He's like, now I kind of understand, you know, the layout, how I need to handle it, you know, how I need to have my camera situated, how I need to be a lot more smooth on my movement, much more easy, you know, no fast movement, you know, have the gun up at all times. So, I mean, you're learning from your mistakes. It's like anything else. So, I mean, that and turkey hunting's full of mistakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to mention that, too. It's kind of cool seeing how Tyler's come along, especially after this weekend. Like, uh, when I was talking to him yesterday and today, I could already tell, like, he soaked up a lot of knowledge. Just, like, some of the stuff he was saying just sounded like uh, not, like, rookie stuff. Like, you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, That's so that's pretty cool. That's definitely pretty cool. I'm, and I'm happy he got to see that bird die. So I think he got it all on film. So yep. I'll be watching uh, their YouTube channel for that. Um, but hopefully I can get to watch one die soon because I'm getting a little antsy. Whoa, 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 no, we ain't watching one die. You're you're killing one. You we watch it back on replay on the camera because you ain't <laughs> you ain't missing the kill shot. Don't be doing that to me, okay? You got it on yeah. to me enough for deer season shooting deer without the camera on turkeys. Come on, we gotta have that bad boy running. <laughs> yeah, I messed up in deer season. <laughs> both did is what it is is what it is um awesome i'm trying to think uh see what do we got going on this week i'm trying to think uh if anything crazy is happening i don't think there is i think i'm going to get back up to uh, north alabama uh sometime this week if i can it's actually way closer to me than i thought it was um which is which is nice but anyways might try to do that might try to hit some uh georgia public land as well um I'm trying to think if there's anything else coming up. I can't. I don't know. What What do you have coming up for this week? Oh, man. This week, I'm going to try and hunt during the week at least two mornings this week. And then I'm going to hunt all day Saturday with our buddy Wayne Lackey. Who Whoa, is the killer. The killer. Dude, watch yeah. out, man. Mountain man right there. Oh, Wayne's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. He knows how to kill turkeys. And uh, he's he's willing to share his knowledge, which I appreciate. So I'm going to go with him. Don't even care if I kill one. I'm just going to go to learn and have a good time and hang out with a buddy. So I'm really, I'm really, really looking forward to Saturday. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Awesome. Well, perfect. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else we need to touch on this episode? This is going to be, I mean, of course, guys, it's going to be a little short episode. But uh, this week we're going to be uh, – gun ho getting you guys some new content coming out as quickly as possible uh see how many videos we have right now getting ready to drop we got a tennessee opener which is awesome guys you're, you're gonna love that footage please this this watch it you're gonna laugh you're gonna be entertained and you're gonna see some crazy some crazy stuff happen all right uh and really get to see behind the scenes with rick taylor the turkey slayer. Okay. So <laughs> made for a heck of a hunt. Um, then we hunted with Jordan Barnes as well. I hunted with Jordan Barnes. So we got that video coming up as well from South Georgia. And uh, I guess maybe just a little compilation video of this last couple hunts we've had together. Uh, I mean, shoot, we probably can wrap them all into one. Bring you guys some cool content with a lot of gobbling and a lot of birds, man. It's a lot of birds. So you got to get on to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so be watching the YouTube channel for that. Probably three or four videos coming up very soon. Uh, and other than that, we're right now in, in the process of 
trying to get a biologist on the podcast to talk about whatever we need to talk about, whether it be turkey seasons, uh, the issues facing turkeys today, or just general turkey biology that will make you a better turkey hunter. So if anybody has any questions that they would like us to ask somebody like that in the event that we do get them on the podcast, please send them our way and we'll be glad to ask them any questions you might have about anything that has to do with the Eastern wild turkey. So y'all keep that in mind. And if you got something real good, pull over on the side of the road right now and email us that so we know. Well, I mean, you can email us. That's fine. Or just shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram. Anyway, guys, we'll we'll, we'll get your message and we'll make sure we ask those questions that you want to be asked and answered. So not a problem. Awesome, guys. Well, on on that that all being said, and uh, I am absolutely almost delirious from uh, last few days of hunting and very, very, very little sleep. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. Sleeping in that rental was not nearly as comfortable as I thought it would be. That was pretty rough. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah, guys, we crashed at a Walmart parking lot last night. And, uh, yep, everybody in the car, sleep in the front seat. Big storm rolled in. That wasn't the greatest time ever, I can say. But, anyways, guys, appreciate you guys for tuning in for this week. Uh, make sure you stay tuned <laughs> for this week's strut report is, since it is getting really hot right now. Uh, you definitely going to want to tune into that. I'm definitely changing a short report to be a lot more uh, tactic uh, driven. So you kind of have an idea of what these guys are doing that I'm having on that. First of all, we're killing turkeys right now for the first, first thing, but also what are they doing right now to really have a lot of success? Okay. A lot of very skilled, highly educated, high Turkey IQ Turkey hunters. That's who I got coming on. So again, I think you're going to really enjoy that. Also, if there's a state that you guys really want to hear from, uh, you know, South Carolina, Louisiana, uh, any state, you know, about to open up in the Midwest, you know, South Florida, whatever, let me know. I'll make sure I work those states in. And of course, if you want to be a reporter, all you got to do is message us on Facebook and or Instagram and just be like, Hey, you know, I'd like to be a reporter for, you know, whatever state. And, uh, we'll try to get you in the lineup for this year's, uh, short report. So anyways, Andrew, got anything else or ready to just wrap it up? Subscribe, leave a review pretty please right on yes guys uh we really do appreciate the reviews on uh itunes uh, apple podcast it really helps us uh to be this easier to find when someone searches hunting podcast and that, i mean that's really what it comes down to and we really appreciate it if you do enjoy the podcast you enjoy these giveaways and everything and you listen on apple podcasts um itunes whatever you want to call it uh, we'd love for you guys to leave us a review. Again, it just helps us be able to reach more people and more people be able to find out about our content. Um, again, we don't make any money off that or anything, but again, it's just nice to have more people find out about what we're doing. And again, if you guys appreciate that, please just leave us a quick review. And uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. So anyways, guys, we appreciate it. Tune in for this week's trip report. And y'all have a great week. Happy Monday. Bye-bye. Look, last summer, y'all heard us talk a bunch about the Mobile Hunters Expo. It was an incredible event. A bunch of you guys came out to meet us. We got to talk to, I don't even know how many listeners. If you heard all that last year and you were like, dang, that sounded cool, I should have went to that. Here's your chance. You need to make it to this one. It's June 28th through June 30th in Dalton, Georgia. All right, giving you a heads up here, so go ahead and mark it on your calendar. June 28th through June 30th, Dalton, Georgia is going to be the 2024 Mobile Hunters Expo. We're going to be there. A bunch of our past podcast guests are going to be there. There's going to be seminars, 
All of the mobile hunting companies are going to be there for you to try out gear before you buy it. It's like the one event of the year where all of the the like the mobile hunter ecosystem just kind of congregates in one place. And Chris and Josh and the guys have done an absolutely phenomenal job putting this thing together over the last couple years. And it keeps getting better every year. So like I said, make sure you come see us. We're going to have a gigantic stack of free stickers to give away to every listener that stops by the booth. And we're going to have merch there to purchase. We're going to be recording podcasts, shooting videos, all kinds of stuff. So like I said, don't miss it. You can head on over to the mobilehuntersexpo.com to look at show schedules and dates and go ahead and grab your tickets. So y'all go check it out at the mobilehuntersexpo.com. 